Welcome to the Puppy Pool Podcast with your host Gary, Chuck, Just Brian, and Proper Brian. On episode 39, we talk about board game ranking engines, game of the year. So grab a brew, join us at the pub, and let's talk board games. Well, it's great to have you guys back uh, here again for another episode. Uh, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, we at this point, well, um, we we actually had the um, our top five games, our, our personal top five and the, and the pub top five. And so today we get to talk about the top five games of 2020, right, for the, the Board Game Ranking Engine, as well as what we're really excited about is the game of the year. Um, I'm kind of excited to talk about that. And then, you know, kind of just um, some some interesting things, interesting stats, right, that we've, we found out. But first, let, let's kind of get into uh, what we've been playing lately. What Anyone want to speak up? Like anyone that have had anything interesting that they've been able to get to the table or whether it's virtual or, or real uh, lately? I was going to say, I got in a old pub staple here for New Year's. I got to play a Dice Bazaar with some friends. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a nice little callback to the beginning of the pub. And uh, played a little pairs as well. So some nice little short, quick, fun games for New Year's. Those are good games. And now Paris is for anyone who's not familiar is that's a really good like pub game, right? I mean, oh, yeah. quick, uh, it'd be a great drinking game, you know, <laughs> what it's is uh, it? my most played game other than and we played it. We played it in a pub drinking before. <laughs> it was great. We have with the yes. brewers even. So it was even better. <laughs> that was cool. This is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, so what about yourself then? Uh, just Brian, I mean, what, what have you been playing? Chuck taught me it's a, it's an out of print game, but he taught me world's fair. Uh, and that is, uh, it's, I, I liked it a lot. I liked it quite so a bit. So that actually made, was just shy of last episodes. It came in at number six. Oh, on really? My, uh, my list. Yeah. I oh, like wow. it. I mean, I mean that, that game, uh, you liked that one quite a bit then. Yeah. I went back and forth between that and Scythe. Like it, it almost cracked the top five. It's a, Ooh, it's a that, cute little, uh, yeah. set collection uh action scooping fun game yeah. yeah i like the what is it it's like a rondell mechanic kind of thing yeah. not exactly but little area control um within a circle yeah <laughs> on a ferris wheel on a ferris wheel <laughs> it's a very cool game i mean and, and the mechanically fairly simple but man it, it does a lot of really cool things right i mean it's yeah it's, it's a fun game i want to get some more plays of that one in I'm bringing it to the uh, to our getaway here in, okay. in like a week or two. So hey, there we go. I'll, I'll get I'll get a chance to to play it with you. Uh, well, proper Brian, you got any games in with the family? Yes. So one of my kids got King Domino for Christmas, Ooh. and that's a game I played with you guys. I think once, and I enjoyed it. But playing it with uh, my kids and my family now, um, I think I don't know. He got it for Christmas and. We've already played it like six or seven times. Uh, they, they just want to play it. They want to play it. They want to play it. And it's, that's great. It's fun. Um, it's really, it's one of those that's easy to teach. I don't have to teach them now, but it's easy to teach. It's easy to learn. And it's real quick, you know, it plays in about 30, 45 minutes and you're done. And I love the, uh, you know, we talk about decision tension a lot in this game and or on this uh, podcast. And I love the tension between, you know, picking your spot and turn order for next turn and picking, you know, the, the piece that you want, you know, it's like, do I get that really nice piece uh, that's going to put me going last, you know, next yeah. turn or do I, you anyway, know, that's, that's just a fun, 
it's a great it's a great little game king domino is is great yeah it's a phenomenal game uh i've i've i guess the thing that stuck out the most again that stuck on the most that i've got to play recently is um i received uh beyond the sun uh for christmas and i got one play of that one uh it's what's pretty neat about that one it's it's by uh, rio grande games and it's um like it's set in you know humanity's uh trying to leave earth we're, we're looking for more homes and it's got a really cool tech tree and that the board is essentially uh one large tech tree that you're discovering and then opening up new player um options so you know open up new um, action selection spaces or abilities and so um there's kind of a race to sometimes be the first although there, there's events that come with that that are sometimes good sometimes bad and then there's also if someone else has discovered something i can kind of i can go ahead and discover it as well but you know there's times where it's there's you're kind of trying to weigh that between well do i want to discover even even potentially even better technology on the next level of the tree and so if, if you like tech trees um man it, this one is probably one of the coolest tech trees i've seen so um yeah i, I look forward to um as i'm able to kind of get like live gaming in with more people um really want to see um how uh, other other gamers feel about this game but yeah uh, beyond the sun i thought was was a great game okay and you said that was beyond the sun okay yeah hold on. let me mark that down <laughs> no it's yeah it's <laughs> I think you're gonna like that. I'm looking forward to playing that. Yeah, I'm, I may just bring it to the getaway just so we have it in case. But uh, in case we play it, so yeah. yeah. We accidentally <laughs> stumble upon. Yeah. Oh, what's this doing? Hmm. It's already set up. Good morning. Yeah, there's coffee <laughs> and eggs, and then there's game set up. How'd that get there? Gary, Gary, um, what are you serving there? I don't. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. the game elves. The game elves came and set Ooh, it up. I love those guys. Well, proper Brian, I know uh, for, for our, kind of the, the meat of our, our episode here, we, we want to talk about the board game ranking engine. And, and as always, when we do that, you know, that, that, that's kind of your baby there. Uh, would you mind introducing this next section and kind of tell us what, what we're going to be talking about? Sure. Real briefly, for those of you who may not know, the board game ranking engine is a tool uh, that you can use to import your games from WorldGameGeek, or you can just input a list of games. It displays two at a time and you pick between the two and you pick 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 until you're done. And uh, it spits out a ordered list saying, hey, here's your games that you have ranked and here's the ranked order. And it's been really fun the last, I guess, three, three years. We've uh, been able to collect um, that data in the in the in the background. And so we've been able to put together a, a list of uh, rankings for you people, right? All, all, all the people that use the ranking engine uh, contribute to uh, the, the rankings on, on our site. So, so sort of a BGRE um, people's choice, right? Right. So all the lists that go into the, the database, uh, we combine them all and we come out with this, right? So uh, I think, uh, this episode, we're going to cover the uh, 2020 top 10. So that's uh, of all the games ranked in 2020. Uh, this is the top 10. And then we're also going to, I think you mentioned it, we're going to talk about uh, the game of the year. 
um, which is not the number one game that was ranked in 2020. It's the game that was published in 2020 that's the most highly ranked. So we'll get to that. So I guess let's go ahead and jump into uh, the top 10 of 2020. So uh, the number 10 game uh, of 2020 was Spirit Island. Do you guys, have any of us played that? I think I've watched it, but that was a very long time ago. I have not. Uh, it's one I'd like to try. So this is a game that is, I mean, last year it was uh, number eight and this year it's number 10. So, I mean, two places, it's, that doesn't make a big difference at all, really. Uh, but it's stayed fairly high, high. I mean, it was stayed very highly ranked. Um, and it's one that, I mean, obviously when I see that, it makes me want to try it. Isn't isn't that a little older of a game than just the, the two years? I mean, it's 2017. Twenty seventeen is when it came out. Okay, so it is newer than I thought. Okay, I was just thinking that was kind of crazy that it. I guess that first year it didn't really get on there, and then it kind of took off. So, the number nine game is one that kind of surprised me a little bit that it popped up as much as it did this year, and that's Maracaibo. And I know oh, just just Brian was looking at that. I think keep, recently. I keep going back and. Because people keep talking about it like it's it's so sweet, and then I go read up on it, and I even watched a heavy cardboard's playthrough of it the other day, and it just I don't know, man. I I love I love Alexander Fister, and I love his games, but I don't I don't know. I've I've always this game kind of scares me a little bit or, or chases me off for some reason. Can't bring myself to buy it, but I, I want. I would play totally it. Yeah. if one of my good friends said, "Let's play Maracaibo." I'm not going to say no. I will. I will sit down and love to play it. But yeah. But so what you're saying is we need to find somebody that has it. I'm <laughs> sure whoever has it wants to play it. And so give my number. We'll play it. All right. Well, moving right along. See that that's one of the things that, that's fun about the the BGR top ten is that. Uh, we haven't played a lot of these games, so yeah. Um, so we get to kind of get introduced to the uh, um, the idea of oh, this is one I'd like to look at, right? Um, and this next one is one that I really have wanted to play for a long time, and and um, I've, I've played its cousin. And so uh, number eight is uh, Gaia Project, uh, which its cousin would be terraforming. Or I mean, uh, Terra Mystica, um, a game that we've played and that I really enjoyed, and I've heard that uh, obviously it's you know proven out by it being number eight here um that it's it's highly rated and it's it's one that i'd like to try i hear really really great things about this game and um yeah i think it's probably much the same as, as with my maracabo i i feel like i for whatever reason i just i'm not gonna add it to my own collection at this point in time but i kind of want to know like does anyone does anyone i know have this game because i want to play it with you you know i want to try it out so one thing I'd be curious is, do you know where Terra Mystica ranked in comparison? Sure. Curious how far apart they are. And the other thing, one of the reasons why I don't particularly want it in my collection, I, I like Terra Mystica. It's just, it's one of those games that you kind of have to play a lot. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of games mm -hmm. that I want to play all of them and so i yeah i don't have a lot of room for a game that i have to play have to play a lot you just a have to time. play a lot to play well you, you know what i mean like a game <laughs> yeah. that you have to commit to quite a bit like that's one of the reasons yeah. why i don't have gloomhaven i know y'all talk about it a lot but it's i know it's a game that i would have to commit to and i just yeah. i can't do that so terra mystica is number 79 
Um, so. And I mean, so the, I, I guess they would say that the new one is a better reimplementation. Then it seems to be. That's the way it seems. It's it's more highly ranked for sure. I wonder if that has anything to do with how, just how newer it is, or if they fixed maybe some of the little issues with maybe the old game. That's what I've heard, and again, haven't played it, but that's that's what I've read is that there were in any of the small little things about Terramisca that people didn't like that they kind of smoothed out in Gaia Project. Moving on to a game we can talk about. Uh, number seven is Pax Pamir. Oh man, is this the second edition? Specifically, the second edition. Yeah. So, yeah. and I, th I think Gary can speak to this one better than I got to play it once. And you and I played first edition a while back, and I don't think two players where that one shines. I hear that the the, the rules changes um, to the second edition, which it's kind of like the same. The spirit of the game is the same, but they they've changed. They've updated quite a few of the rules. I was really impressed by my one play of uh, second edition. I kind of regret not getting in on that Kickstarter, man. Um, mm. I think this group would actually really dig it. It's a cool tableau builder. Um, just has so many cool things going on. Did, did you get a play of it just, Brian? No, I've only played uh, Pax Renaissance. So okay. Premier's not well, one that I've got to experience yet. Yeah, it's it's a really neat game. There's a lot of political intrigue and backstabbing and spies and um, the spies like actually jump around on cards and other people's tableaus. So you're like trying to move that spy into the right spot and then you pull the trigger and they assassinate that card. Um, but then someone else can be moving that spy back. You know, like I can I can spend some of my turns to move them back or move a spy to your side. And um, and then there's also the map that you're you're actually competing over too. Uh, I did not play it well, but I, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I, man, I'm, I'm not actually surprised. I'm not surprised it's high. I just thought, I mean, that many people, because it's not a game you would think would be really kind of in that, it doesn't hit that, like, mass market. You know, more well, none of these are mass market, but you know what I mean, for the hobby, that's kind of in that that cultural, um, everyone's aware of it. So I was, that must, that means a lot. Then the, the game must, must be very, very good, very highly ranked for those that do play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it jumped up eight spots from last year. Um, so That's a big move. Let's see. So our number six game is another one we can speak to, and I, I believe uh, one of us will uh, want to talk great about it, and one of us will kind of want to deride it a little bit, and that's uh, Great Western Trail. It's number six. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. In this corner, uh, go yeah. ahead and get started, cousins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know what Sean loves about this game because I think it's garbage. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. This is like my, one of my favorites. It's it used, it's it's had a number one spot for me in the past. It doesn't uh, today, but it's still a game I, I love. I just said it earlier. I love Alexander Fister. He's represented twice so far on a top ten pub game. I mean, he's clearly got some guns. To be fair, this has actually been on my mind. A little bit more lately i kind of want to replay it what apologizing to just brian not yet oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 like i just i, I want to replay it sure. um we can play it and, i love uh, great western trail for those of you who don't know graduate western trail obviously everybody knows it because it's so high on this list it's uh everyone yeah <laughs> no it's just got a little bit of a, a rondell uh movement kind of with some i mean it, it does what fisher does it's got some work replacement with some action movement and uh deck building 
Yeah, definitely. And train, there's, 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 I mean, it's not a root building game, but it's got this, this, uh, kind of train track that also scores points. And so there's just a few different ways to kind of make points in the game. And it's there, it's there were things about it that I liked. I liked the deck building aspect. Um, I, you know, sometimes I wonder when, when you have kind of a, what I would call a Frankenstein game like this, where you're going to end up having pieces you really like and pieces. Sure. No. And that's the same. I mean, there's not, I don't love everything about the game personally, but it is one of the earlier Euros that I really started to enjoy. I think what you didn't like so much was um, that you land on a, on someone else's space. You can only do yes. like auxiliary actions. So it's not like you that, waste your turn, but it's maybe not be the action you want, but you don't necessarily have to land on other people's space too. So I think there is, there is a way to play the game. Uh, where See, that's why I like colonists better because everybody can just share. Yeah, sharing's, <laughs> sharing's caring, I guess, but not in not in, sharing's the, not in the great western, uh, old old western greatness trails. It's been really nice if like you could have gone to their action and somehow paid them to use it or something. That would have been. You can nice sometimes thing. go to their spots and pay them, but you don't get to do their actions. So. <laughs> no, no, I want to like, actually do the thing. <laughs> I want to pay you. I want to get something from it. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> It's it's a good game. Uh, Fister, it's one of his high, most highly rated games. I think more people are familiar with it nowadays than some of his other titles. I think it's one yeah. the one that really kind of has the larger audience right now. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of uh, sharing is caring, uh, number five hmm. is one that the pub is a little split on again and that's uh scythe scythe is number five. Oh, i thought you were gonna say hanabi no 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 we 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 rigged the results so hanabi can't get no we we don't scythe is a lot like hanabi is it not not at all wait gary you're the one that is low on both of those right yeah oh okay so it is kind of like the same way not the same way i i don't i dislike playing hanabi I'll play Scythe any day. It's just not as is doesn't have the shiny factor like for me. Like I, I just but it's so shiny. I don't, I don't like it as much as you guys. But I, I enjoy the game. I although it's just pointed out in our top five episode. Apparently, I rank it horribly. So I don't know. I'm I'm a horrible gamer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've ranked it lower than I rank Great Western Trail. I don't, so I don't think it's a game for everybody, though. <laughs> while Scythe, I think, is a very fine game, and but but I mean it. it I don't know. It's it's just not for everybody, Gary. That's okay. No, it's not. It's okay. Yeah, it's. For I mean, sure. he's he's had a lot of great games, or the the company's had a lot of great games. But I feel like this is the one that was, uh, the one that kind of pushed him over that that hill of, um, into. I don't know, like being one of the premier publishers, I guess. Yeah. Well, there there are groups like on Facebook and and whatnot with it that still talk about strategies and things with this game. I mean, it's. It's crazy how in-depth some of these people get. It's got legs. Yeah, that's so, for sure. So the reason that Scythe is number five is because of our number four game. And I'm going to leave a little intrigue around it because it might show up a little bit later, maybe in our game of the year section. So, yeah, so I'm not going to talk about it just yet. So I'm going to skip over it and go to number three. And this is another one that we can talk about uh, in depth uh, on and within our group, and that's Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven is number three. As it should be. Yeah. I mean, it should be high, right? <laughs> now, I mean, it did fall out of the – I think it fell out of the uh, number two spot uh, from last year, and I think previous to that, even the number one spot. Well, I want to – 
say, I think this actually speaks to the ranking engine. A lot of times with other other systems to rank, it's really hard to unseat that 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 first spot. But since this one is more kind of our, our system kind of actively follows what is currently being ranked in a lot of ways, depending on the 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 snapshot that you're looking at, whether it's 2020 or whatever, um, we're able to kind of get a more dynamic list. So I think it's kind of cool, even though I love Gloomhaven, I think it should always be the number one game that we do have some dynamic shifts uh, that, that adjust with the times. So I wonder if it's just people that have been playing it so much and have, you know, basically completed it and it's just, so that's right. not a game they're playing as well. Exactly. Often. Eventually yeah. you will stop playing Gloomhaven, um, you know, and have to get his next title or something. Who's always the next character? New group. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on to number two, it's one that uh, uh, doesn't. I don't think it fits our group very well. I wish, um, I wish I liked it more than I do. And it's terraforming Mars. It's it's number two. Um, it's uh, up actually one spot from last year, uh, number three. So it, it's one that I'm. It is so well regarded, um, and it is so consistently highly ranked. Uh, I mean, everywhere. It's just amazing to me that um, it really doesn't fit our group that well. Uh, it makes me think there's something wrong with me when I, I see a right. game that is regarded that well. I think there's something wrong. And I honestly, it's probably not ranked so high because of me. I, it's one of those games I actively avoid, I think, at this point. Well, I mean, you didn't like it either, right? It was as far as engine buildings go, right? Well, see, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm the engine building guy. And I just, it felt, how do I put it? it clunky i don't know like it got to the point where there was so much engine building like suburbia has a lot of engine building and and i feel like suburbia is easier to kind of see everything that's going on in this it just got out of control i don't think that like, the engine building that's what bothered me i don't think the engine building in terraforming mars is intentional i i don't feel like you you are making intentional i think it's a little bit more random maybe it's me maybe and, that's uh, why i don't know yeah. but that I, I mean other things too that artwork is terrible but you know. i i liked it in fact the one time it actually had made when it first came out and i had first played it it made like my number like number nine on my top 10 or whatnot um i think it's a good game but the more i played it the the kind of the, the less i I, re, I the less i really liked it but um our, our good friend jeff has expressed to me that at some point you know this year he'd like to play some more he got a copy and was playing some solo plays and I did really enjoy it for the solo plays. Or did he get the fancy copy? Oh, no, I, don't, I think he just got like a, a base copy. Because uh, I mean, it—you yeah. know—going going towards how popular it is, it, it kicked off on Kickstarter. And, yeah, you know, super fancy uh, three-dimensional bits and everything, like the tiles and all that. Like I mean, life size too. Expensive. Like it's the size of Mars. It's insane. Yeah, yeah something like <laughs> well, that. You actually well, I mean, have to I mean, terraform. <laughs> plots of land outside your home it's crazy look, look at the amount of expansions i mean obviously for the game for them to be able to make that much content and people still buy it um it, it's a game that for a lot of people you know just not not necessarily us is really really great like, as, as you pointed out Robert brian it maybe not for us but it, it's obviously got some legs right it's it's number two you said it, right it's one it's one that i want to play again because it's like i want to uncover what it is about it that people enjoy so much. And so I, I just, I, I, I do want to try it again at some point, All right. but uh, let's move on to our number one, which is the game I actually want to play. I want to try the most out of any of these. And I'm 
anxious to hear Gary talk about this. And so the number one game uh, ranked in 2020 uh, was Brass Birmingham. Oh, man. Now that game deserves it. And we need to play that at some point together. It's heavy, uh, more heavy-ish, but uh, man, I saw economic game. I've only just seen pictures of the original editions. So it was Warfrog, I think you put it out. Um, you know, it was an older game and, I, you know, the original Brass, which is now that version is Brass Lancashire and then there's Brass Birmingham. But either of the, the Brass games uh, play very similarly. And uh, it was what is a, the uh, what is the other ones rank? The It's ranked at number 24. So, I mean, so it's, it's still, so still yeah. highly ranked. Yeah. Yeah. Brass Birmingham's good. I, I played it. I've got the one full playthrough of it. Um, I honestly, I feel like if I'd gotten another couple playthroughs of it, it probably would have cracked my my top ten list. Um, personally, it it was it's an incredibly good game, and um, I think it's one that will, you know, coming complete one eighty from terraforming Mars. I feel confident that our group will like it. So whenever we do finally get to play this game together, um, I think we're going to really enjoy this game as, as a group. Sweet. I've been looking forward to it for a while, ever since yep. I saw the Kickstarter. Yep. I almost bought the Kickstarter, but I was expecting one of you to do it. <laughs> Shucks Gambit didn't pay off. <laughs> we, we have to have a disclaimer when we talk about Shucks Gambit. It's 99% accurate, but it doesn't always, doesn't always work. All right, guys. Well, we talked about we left out number four in our BGRE top ten of 2020 for a very important reason, because it happens to be the uh, BGRE game of the year. Um, and just real quick to explain what that means, it's it's simple. It's so in the year 2020, what was the game that was published in 2020 that was ranked the highest? Okay. Um, but before we get to that. Not to you know string things out a bit. I, I do want to talk briefly about how much data goes into this game coming up as the as the game of the year. Uh, so in the year 2020, uh, there were 17,061 lists ranked. Um, Whoa! That's and that's a that's a pretty big jump from from 2019. Um, that, that's uh, there's 2,000 plus more lists. Uh, were put through this year than last year or the uh, in 2020 than 2019. Um, that means that on those lists, there were <clears throat> represented a million three hundred and sixty two thousand game items. Like, you know, that's a lot of information coming in that make up this. Um, I think it's just I mean, I want to say that because I, I want if you haven't used the ranking engine, I want you to understand lots of people are using it. Um, and so it just kind of backs up the idea that no, this is genuinely what people think, right? Um, so this is your game of the year. We did not pick this. This was uh, as ranked by you, the users of the ranking engine. So first, uh, and to string this out just a little bit more, um, <laughs> uh, we're, I want to talk about a couple runners up. Uh, so one of them was a game I have not heard of, but I looked up after I made, uh, you know, I kind of picked out some of this, and that was. Uh, Dwellings of Eldervale. Have you guys oh, heard yeah. of this game? Oh, yes, I have. That's that's apparently making some big no. splashes. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
Is this a, is this a, oh man, I forget the publisher now. No, I looked this one up. This one looked actually kind of cool. It has, it has some crazy uh, miniatures that goes yes. with it. It's definitely one of those that are like super produced that they probably yeah. could have gone with standees and I would have bought it. But because oh. of the price tag and because of the, the production, I was not able to, uh, to afford it. Yeah. Just looking at the pictures of it on BGG made me go, I, I, I want to try this. And <laughs> Obviously, it was highly ranked. Um, so the next runner-up uh, is on Mars, and it's one that's sitting on my shelf waiting to be played, and I'm hoping to see that played in the next couple weeks maybe. Oh, um, man. Gary, Mars. you've played that. Yeah, Shuck played it. Me too. Man, Shuck and I both played it badly. But no, Shuck played <laughs> it well. I played it badly. Um, I'm not, not no insulting. I played it not quite as badly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so our friend... Yeah, we played this. We started off 2020 playing this, um, which is a great start for 2020. And, you know, things went elsewhere. But, um, yeah, it was great. What, Chuck, you, what do you think about it? I mean, you, you, you liked it, but is it one of your, was it one of your favorite Lacerda games you've played? Or, or is it, was it count, where does it rank in there? Sorry, you caught me off guard. I was still looking up this uh, Dwellings of Ellerville oh, thing. Yeah. I, I, so, um, all did. No, no, I, uh, I, yeah, I liked it. I, I like the idea of going back and forth between, uh, space and Mars, like this, this back and forth, like you have two boards that you're really working on and, and you can do different things on both of them. Um, and, and sometimes you don't get to do the thing that you want to do. Like you want to go to, was it the, was it the space station? Is that what it is? Yeah. You, you're in the space it, station or you're on the, on the surface, it's, right? It's where you get a lot of the resources is on the space station. And I kept getting cut out of a lot of that. So I, I did a lot more on the ground um, and, and got to do a lot more things that other people weren't doing. It was just a very fascinating kind of way of handling. I mean, it just, it's not something that I saw in any other game and it was very thematic. I think for a very heavy game to have as much themes was there, uh, was enjoyable. That's what I yeah. liked. It was, yeah, it was definitely a heavy game though. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's heavy. It makes my it brain works. hurt. The rules teach um, is not something I would look forward to. Uh, fortunately, we, we have our friend Jeff, who we've spoken to, spoken about as our rules guy. Um, he's assured me that he has a, I want to say he said it was a two-page front and back um, player aid, kind of like rules, rules guide that um, he will, he's going to send me for it's like, if you ever want to teach that game, I'm like, well, I, yeah, I need this before I would even consider teaching that game. So, um, yeah. So maybe, maybe he'll put that on BGG if he does. That's why we keep Jeff on retainer. Oh man! So that yeah. we, he teaches our <laughs> games for us. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, this new game? Will you teach me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel bad because I'll tell him. I'll say like, "Hey, I just got this game," and he, and he'll be like, uh, "I'll I'll see I'll talk to him like uh, when we play games online uh, during lunch." And the next day he'll be like, "Yeah, I read the rules for that game. I didn't even ask you to read the rules for the game." He's amazing. He loves rules and he loves creating player aids like like you guys do. And uh, yeah, so anyways, sorry we got on the side, but yeah, so we if we if he has a um, on Mars one, maybe we'll link to that. All right, you guys ready to talk about the game of the year game? I don't know. Can we drag this out anymore? Like, what was the most ranked game of the year? You think? Yeah, um, yeah we can we can talk about. It. Let's talk about that in a minute. Let's go ahead and get on to. The- <laughs> I feel like it's like when you're watching one of those reality TV shows and like. They've got five people and four of them are going to be kicked off or whatever. <laughs> but they go, but we're going to wait for a commercial break. And then you, what does it feel like being that person? 
Actually, can I can we take a quick restroom break? I will be right yeah. back. Okay. Come on back. Oh man. All right, let's talk about it. So uh, the uh, BGRE game of the year for 2020 uh, is Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. So that was that was also ranked at number four um, for in 2020. Um, It's shot up the list to number 17 in the all time ranking. So it's it's come up pretty far in one year. That's Um, a huge jump in one year. Yeah, which is which is really far. And uh, so it doesn't surprise me all that much considering how popular Gloomhaven is and how much this game allows you to jump into Gloomhaven, you know, kind of at a slower pace. Right. So yeah. it, it, and, and it's also, I think just more available It you can get it at stores and, you know, you know, I mentioned it on the last uh, podcast that it's one I've been looking at um, just because I think it fits my collection better. It's, you it's didn't get than, it since the last podcast. I thought you might have. Uh, I no, haven't. picked it up. <clears throat> no, not yet. Um, so it's one that fits my collection better. I think it's more of that medium weight style game. Uh, not quite the commitment that Gloomhaven is. Uh, I also, I also really like the way the the board is built into the the rule book. I think mm-hmm. I think that's really neat. Uh, it reminds me a lot of what is it? Stuff fables. Stuff fables. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of that, and I really like that idea. I wish some more games would do something like that. It gives you a lot more variety on the, you know, the board maps that you can do, while also, you know, not taking up a lot of uh, box space. I, I just think I, I like the idea. So I'm I'm interested in this one for sure. Uh, I don't know when I'll get it, but I, I probably will. It's it's one that um I, I mentioned this. I won't go over much more, but I mentioned it uh, last week is our last, last podcast as well. Uh, when Chuck and I were re- referring to it, and uh, I think it's one that it, it's a good. I don't want to just I don't want to make people think it's just an entry into Gloomhaven, but if you're a little bit worried about jumping off the deep end into the full big box Gloomhaven, right? It's it's lower lower price point. It's got like 25 scenarios compared to like what the 125 or something that are available. Potentially, you'll never do all of them, but that 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 you're gonna do in in your base Gloomhaven, um, it, it, you're missing a few things. You can't you can't uh, get new characters, right? You can't um, complete a character's life goal and 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 then and open a new box. But there's only like 25 scenarios, so I mean, really, your your character's gonna be like, I think they max out like level level five. But uh, man, I've I've played it with my kids. My my 10 year old is the one who really has stuck with it, which surprised me. Um, I think the Having played both Gloomhaven, both versions of Gloomhaven available now, um, man, the characters, I think he learned a lot. Um, I mean, the, the playable classes are, are amazing. There's, because there's only four, I think you could really make those classes sync very well. He didn't have to worry about them interacting with, you know, a dozen or more. He, he could really just tightly design those four classes. And so I, I think, man, if you're looking for a little bit more of them, a, a, a step into uh, Gloomhaven. It's and that's probably why it's been so successful. Not to mention the fact that it's at Target, right? I mean, you can you can get it at Target for under you know it's a sub fifty dollar game now. I mean, that, that's brilliant on Encephalo Fair's uh, part there. No, proper Brian and Just Brian, you guys have bought this, right? I I don't have it yet. Oh, you don't have it yet? Okay. No, no. Just Brian, you have it. It's, yeah, it's on the I, shelf, right? I bought it. It's on the shelf. It, it'll, I'll probably crack it with the kids when they're a little bit older. I mean, yeah. I think I think our Gloomhaven group will probably transition into Frosthaven once we've yeah. finally completed the the original. But 
I think uh, knowing your kids, they'll probably eat this game up. It'll be great. What a great game for game of the year, right? I mean, that, that game made big waves when it came out. Um, it, it sold. It was selling out at, at Target. You couldn't get a hold of it. Now it's available everywhere, but it seems to be doing selling pretty well. I'll be, I'll be interested to see. I, I feel like it's one that could also still have uh, legs to hang on to a high spot and keep, you know, keep its spot too. Yeah, much like Gloomhaven did, this one could yeah. very well do the same thing. Drop drop a, a, a place or two maybe, right? But stay right. around for two or three years. So so curious, last year's was uh, Wingspan, right? Wingspan. Okay, where is that ranked this year? So for in 2020? Because we didn't have it in the top 10. No, it was number 11. Oh, oh wow. Just barely yeah. missed it. No, did it yeah. move up from last year? It did move up from last year. It was number 13 last year. And it moved okay, up so it 11. was the number one game of the year last year. Right. It actually continued to progress upward. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So it, it did make uh, a couple strides up. It, it I would think that it, it would break into the top 10 next year uh, or, you know, for this year. They're still they're still supporting the game. They've got what one maybe? Do they have a second expansion on the way? Yes. All right. So I mean, the game's still going to be in people's minds. This expansion's coming this year. You know, yeah. I don't see. I, I agree with you. It, it it would not surprise me if it was number ten or number nine. Yeah. Uh, for this list next year. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of some interesting little things like that, so we can talk about. Uh, some things that I'm seeing kind of, you know, watching how things move and stuff on here. By the way, can I, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. I, when, when you talk about the data, you guys have all seen Serenity, right? I think of Mr. Universe. Like I think sometimes at night you just go get strapped into this rig and, and you're like just surrounded by the data, you know, just, just kidding. But no, I mean, I, it floats, I, I, yeah. it floats yeah. around me. The data is everywhere, man. <laughs> so sorry about that. No, I'm just, Mr. Universe, uh, tell us well, some more. I want to go watch that movie. Thank you. Uh, oh, Actually, you know what? I may just go watch Firefly, and then I'll go watch the movie afterwards. Uh, you should. I'll yeah. be up all night. Yeah. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> While playing so, Firefly solo. So I want you guys to. I want you guys to feel free to break in and ask any questions you want. Like I, I have. I think I have a pretty good set of data here. We can answer questions with too. So uh, first, uh, the games that were new to the top ten this year were. Obviously, Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion. And the other one was Pax Premier. It was new to the top 10. Um, games that fell out of the top 10, uh, Twilight Imperium 4th Edition fell out. Uh, Viticulture, Classic uh, or Essential Edition fell out. Um, and Concordia also fell out of the top 10. So several got pushed out. And it's interesting uh, because Concordia, you know, it, it got pushed out and it, uh, it fell down to number 22. Um, but the Concordia Venus uh, version, which I, is it's not an expansion. It's an actual base game. Is that correct? It is. Yeah, it's a it's a full game. Uh, wait a minute. Did I just yeah, say it's that? It's like standalone, right? I believe I it thought, is a standalone. I thought it was. Um, yeah. Hey, I have it. <laughs> I should know. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I'm pretty sure you're right. It is. It does come with its own map. It comes with a uh, hang on guys. I'm sorry. Well, well if it up. is, if it is an expansion, I mean, it, it's number 12, so it's right below wingspan. Um, so as the base, as the original fell, uh, people are you know ranking Concordia Venus higher. 
Okay, yes, it is a standalone. Yes, and I thought yeah. it was. Um, it's it's change. It has some modules though that you can incorporate with the original if you want, but it you can also just own it by itself. You know. Yeah. So maybe that's it. So Concordia, in some form, is still doing very well. Uh huh. But Concordia Venus just is out, outdoing, outperforming on as far as the ranking engine. Right. Um, the original. All right. That is true. So let's see, what else do we have here? Um, in 2020, we had uh, 22,947 individual games ranked. So uh, meaning uh, like Gloomhaven, Jaws of the Lion is a game. Uh, Terraforming Mars is a game. So there was a bunch a bunch of different games that went through. That's over 5,000 more than last year. So when I ranked all 100 copies of Monopoly, I have that added to that. Each, <laughs> yeah. each individual one yeah. iteration of Monopoly. <laughs> that's was right. One of, all right. Glad to know I was part of that process. There. Yep, that's that's exactly right. Speaking of Monopoly, uh, this year, uh, 206 variations of Monopoly went through the ranking <laughs> engine. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And uh, the top-ranked one. Gamer. No, what I, I, I would have thought so too. Um, uh, Monopoly, ultimate banking. It was the it was the highest ranked Monopoly. The only other acceptable one is you build. I mean, it's just it's a it's there's a Monopoly card <laughs> game. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It was actually quite good. Monopoly deal. Yeah, Monopoly deal. That's so I had a, I had a friend at work asking me about that the other day if it was a good game. And see, I said, yeah, that's a pretty decent game. Let's see where well, that fell. Because it's over in 15 minutes and it's fun. Exactly. And it doesn't feel like Monopoly. And it's just got Monopoly properties on the cards. So like any any other surprises in there, like things you're looking at and you're like, ah, that that's a big jump. Or I had no idea that that game was yeah. you know, it's, it's new and came out in the second half of 2020 and somehow it's already. What's, the, what's the highest ranked game that only one person ranked? That's what I want to know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> nice. That'll, that'll, that'll take me just a minute, but I can find it. Um, so let's talk about movers, right? Games yeah. that are moving up and down a lot. So um, one that we've already talked about is uh, Maracaibo. And okay. it's up uh, 68 spots from last year to number nine. What? Um, yeah, it's one of the biggest movers. That's one of the things, one of the reasons it really got my attention. Um, it made me kind of, I'm hoping maybe we can get you know, just Brian to, uh, to break for a copy of it because (laughs) so the reason Maracaibo was, you know, came up so much was, uh, well, not the reason it did get a lot more rankings this year. Um, but I think that says something about it because the more rankings you get, generally it, it tends to even you out or drag you down a little bit because, the people who are ranking the game first are more than likely people who are excited about it, right? Or who got it first. And so as more and more people get it, they, uh, it can, you, you can kind of see that, that curve happen where it kind of starts low and then builds uh, some momentum then kind of comes back down as more and more people play it and rank it. And this is not a game that has done that. It's a game that has uh, just gone up, um, which is interesting to me. I want to say, though, that I'm almost certain, I mean, it's kind of what you just said, a lot more people have played it this year. I don't think it was super available 2019 or or it came out a little bit later in the year. Right. Um, And this is the year where people have actually got to play it and it's got a foothold. If if you didn't get in that first print run, you got your hands on Maricabo this year, right? Right. Um, And that, but I think that speaks to some of the games that have fallen too. And I think it, 
it shows like when a game gets way more votes or way more rankings, right. In a year than it did the previous year. Um, and it falls, then you kind of see that, uh, people are seeing we're, we're seeing kind of the a hyped game kind of fall down some, um, yeah. an example of that this year was, uh, Lords of Hellas. And it's a game, I think that was hyped a lot, uh, based on the Kickstarter and, uh, it fell 166 spots, um, Ooh, this it should year. have it. That's, that's, that's accurately. So that's good. Yeah. I did not like that oh. game. Whoa, that's a that's a little that's a little rough. No, I mean, I guess I felt violated because how much I spent on it. And, oh, okay, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not really mad. Oh, okay. I just feel stupid. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. So mo- moving on, moving on. No. So there's another game similar to that. Um, and it's not one that I've heard of, but it's called. Uh, the taverns of uh, Typhonthal. Have y'all heard of this? Yeah, I see advertisements for it everywhere. Yeah, that's about it for me too. Is just seeing the ads. But it's another one that fell a lot. You know, it got it got some rankings in 2019, but it's like when people finally got their hands on it and ranked it, it it fell a bunch. You know, it fell like 150 spots. Um, Gosh. And then ah, this is another one that I think it, it, it kind of it's a little closer to home for me and, and Chuck and that's tapestry. Um, so yet last year tapestry was sitting at number 12 um, and it fell 50 places down to number 62 this year. I've been ranking it every day at like 2078. <laughs> I just keep, I just keep pushing it further down every day for you. So tapestry Uh-oh. fell in my rankings this year. Uh, I don't know if it's because of, your experience, uh, just Brian and Gary, but it's the rhetoric. Able, it's the rhetoric. Every morning I wake him. up and tell them how terrible it is. Yeah, no. I'm just kidding. It's not even that terrible. I'm just not even that terrible. I'm but, just messing. It, but your comments about it have resonated. And so that's, oh, that's, uh, we, we, on our getaway, we always name an ace and this is my ace because I want to play it again to make sure that what I originally thought was correct. And so mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm curious why it's it's obviously falling in other people's as well. He's seeking validation here, folks. He's seeking validation. <laughs> well, it, I think it's interesting. It's one of those that was really highly anticipated when it was announced. It was like, oh, I mean, for me, I was like, yes, I want to play a Civ game by Stonemaier Games. And um, I feel like maybe it was a little overhyped. And that's not the game's fault, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, that's just the nature of uh, a popular publisher putting out a game that a lot of people want to try. You know, for better, for worse, anything Stonemaier announces now is going to get a lot of hype. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost, it's almost like you can't put out uh, an okay game, you know, like like other publishers might have like a couple AAA titles and then they're going to publish some other games that, that, you know they know are, are 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 very good, but they you know they're not they're not size. They're not you know uh, these top five of all time kind of games, and it's almost like Stonemaier can't just put out a mm-hmm. and you know uh, the Z Man to the Rio Grand you know Rio Grands can um, where they know it's not going to be the favorite game, but it, you know it's it, it's just a niche game, right? It, it fits some people's um, uh, collection perfectly and with, or taste perfectly. And with them, it's like every game they put out, people 
yep. build up hype to almost for it to the game's detriment often i think these days well, they they i think they become a, a victim of their own success in a way right it's like they're so successful that then all of a sudden the expectations are just you know off the charts high no matter what yeah. and uh, well, what was their other game that that that, that involved the time and dice placement or whatnot? Pendulum. Yeah, where, can I ask you where that one ranked? Yeah, it was uh, number four hundred and twenty-eight. Wow, year. I've yeah. never heard of this game. It now, granted, it didn't get a ton of rankings this year because it it, it came out, um, I think, a little late. Yeah, and at, so. by that point in the year, you know, game groups you really, really, really couldn't meet or very, very infrequently. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what it does next year. I, I haven't heard um, much about it, honestly. So uh, from talking to people who've played it, I, have, I haven't heard of like the people we know who played it didn't really like it. So yeah. that doesn't mean that it's not some other group's, you know, cup of tea, right? So sure. So those are some of the big movers, right? Up and down. Um, and that's, I thought it was interesting to look at some of the ones that have held steady. Uh, Wingspan, we already talked about that. It's uh, got, it got way more votes this year, way more rankings this year than it did last year. Um, and when I say way more, I'm talking like double. Um, oh, wow. wow. Double the number. Um, and it went see. up. And it went up. So, yeah, so that's a good sign for that game. Um, let's see. Last year it got, um yeah 3900 rankings and this year it was a little over 7000 so not quite double but um it had i think it had one of the biggest jumps um in number of votes and it's you know maintained its score and its rank um the quacks of quidlinburg it's another I heard a lot of good things about that one yep it's another one that it's okay it's okay <laughs> <laughs> It's about what I expected. Wow. It's a it's a pressure luck, uh, risk reward style game. It, it wasn't it wasn't bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it for what. It was. Oh yeah, it's incredibly popular. Where, where did it end up at? So Quacks came in at sixty uh, this year, um, but it, it it got a lot more ratings and it stayed relatively the similar to. So it has been consistently when I'm in board game groups uh, and people are asking for recommendations, it has been consistently one of the top recommendations I see people give. Mm -hmm. I mean, six love this game. 60 is not low at all. um, Considering the fact that, uh, you know, I I pulled 22,000 some odd games out of the (laughs) 60 is doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the last holding steady game, I almost want to give this game an award for this because, um, and that's Great Western Trail, um, has maintained the number six spot every single year that we've that we've done this. So uh, it has not wavered; it has stuck to, <laughs> to where it's at. Well um, done, Fister. Right? Can I ask you where where Mombasa sits? Uh, you sure can. Which is uh, really Mombasa was. Mombasa yeah. was number six in the pub meeple rankings. Yeah. I don't know well, if I mentioned that last week or last uh, episode. Mombasa is was ranked at number one hundred one. Um, it's fallen. come on, people's choice. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta have a new gotta coach our yeah, coach one hundred one. Yeah. We didn't even break the top one hundred. We need to start lobbying for more Mombasa. 
<laughs> so it's fallen a little bit every year. Um, oh, oh. So. probably it's probably Maracaibo's fault. Is yeah, Maracaibo. <laughs> so that's my guess. So that makes me curious. Uh, so our uh, our top ranked games that we had uh, last episode, where are they at on the? Uh, our rankings. individual top ranks. Oh wait, this yeah, has to be like a competition. Our, so like whichever our one of us, whatever our oh. number one has the higher, then we get like to wear the crown yeah. or something. I mean, it's probably not me. I think he's talking about the, the pub top five, though, right? No, like, no, no. Uh, I want to know individuals. I want to know I'm, individually. I'm with, I'm with just how we compare. I want to know who's the best the and who's people. the worst. And he, yeah, he wants so. to know who's better than. <laughs> so, so okay. Eclipse. Eclipse is number fifty-seven. Right. Oh, I think that's going to be the that's going to take the crown. Okay, Madeira. If I can spell it there, uh, Madeira was number 145. Oh, all right. That hurts, but that gives not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's not. What about the gallerist? (laughs) He's like, come on, baby. (laughs) Gary's like over here praying. (laughs) You can get it. Oh, my goodness, Gary. Gary. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. It's number 56. It's one above Eclipse. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where's Deus? Vitalis probably not even close. No, nah, because not enough people know about it. Deus is six six four six six four six. Oh, that's oh, that that's a crime sad. against. Oh no, it <laughs> should be sad. Like, it should be in the top one hundred too. So Gary's the wiener. No, <laughs> good job. By Gary. one, by one, by one. That means. Hey, but you realize, like, here's what's interesting. Our top games are like in. Uh, and, and at least for 2020, like they're like a 50 or higher, you know. I mean, so, um, you know, that, which of course we're comparing an, an like an all-time list, top games of all time versus a uh, top games ranked in 2020. But that's interesting. That was fun. I figured Eclipse would be pretty <laughs> high. But yeah, that was that was real fun. That that, that last little part that was nice. Let's see the uh, most ranked game. Yeah, was terraforming Mars. It had 7,287 votes um or rankings and then wingspan was right below that with 7098 now you you made reference earlier just maybe could we close on this one if, if you're okay with this um uh, mr universe if if we could uh the game the highest ranked game that only one person ranked didn't we didn't we say we could look up that story i know we might need to want to know pause for edit right? yeah, what, is that what your question was right Chuck? that was, was just somebody, brian's Oh, oh, it was just Brian's question. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of just seeing if he could You're answer. Being facetious, it, but... but no. Well, no, no I, was just, I didn't this. know if he had that kind of information. It's kind He's of Mr. Universe. Well, the data we is everywhere. He knows. I do. I I do have that information. Look, he's got like blue, like VR glasses on. Looks like Johnny Mnemonic right now on the on the Zoom. Yeah, this is so this, that's you know, called delve right into there. cyberspace to find Jeez. this out. <laughs> this is where. Having like one, are, having this is like one, a fringe game too, right? Like yeah. none of us know what it is. <laughs> no, we won't. We, I don't think we'll know what this is. I'm gonna laugh if it's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> Lords of Zidit. No. Uh, so I uh, so just to uh, qualify this, um, the lower we don't so, have to say what the rank is. We don't. You don't have to say what the rank is. You just no, 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 so, no. It's because that person will know that it's theirs. They'll be like, "That's the one I ranked." okay so the uh the highest ranked game with only one ranking uh was a game called fubi f-u-b-i fubi and it was published in 2001 i don't know what it is i'm curious Uh, 
All right. Well, hey, next year that's going to go up in rankings because we just advertised for them. Everybody's going to be buying Fubi. Fubi. Check yeah. it out. It's on oh, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a, a soccer game. Nice. Oh, hey, that's cool. There, oh, there right. aren't a lot of uh, soccer board games. It's like generic. Well, it's like generic FIFA, right? But it's Fubi. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can quite Come afford the play some Fubi. No, I do not. <laughs> for the the ip on that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that hey to whoever ranked fubi thanks for using the bgre and that's right um yeah lots of better <laughs> games but all right <laughs> i'm sorry that was no fubi i bet fubi's awesome i mean it's probably I'd play it. soccer i game. like soccer i'd play it yeah that's what i'm saying i'd play it i'd play it just to say i played a soccer board game all right so here's the question do you or do y'all have anything else you want to know where does Lord ex- where Lords of Zidid sit? Where is it? <laughs> oh. It's probably in the top 100. People love that. Don't, game. don't, don't. I don't want to know. Stop it. Stop it. How dare you? Top- How dare you sully our <laughs> podcast with such. No, I want to know, though. I have. If to it's know. in the top 100, don't tell me. It is not in me. the top 100. Okay. Hey, good. Tell us. It's not in the top 1,000. Yes. Uh, Keep it's going. One, it's 1,155. And stay there or lower. All right. So, I feel validated. So uh, I know here's one that came out at the end of 2020, uh, Beyond the Sun. Oh. It may not have gotten very many races. It came out like October, November. Let's see. I know I saw it. I looked at it. There it is. It's ranked at number 265 right now. For a brand wow. new game, that's pretty okay, darn good for the year. Wow. Okay, Gary. For the years. You're saying like three months? Maybe uh-huh. we're playing this game now. Yeah, it didn't. Get, I was already interested. It only had uh, seventy six rankings, but so it was high. On but it's still high. Yeah, I mean, obviously those were all high ratings because, uh, you know, the fewer rankings you have, the more your the the score gets kind of dragged down some by the algorithm. So yeah, two sixty five. That's 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 really good. Pretty good. Oh, and right above that is Praga. So. Oh, really? Ooh, I saw yeah. someone reading the rules for that a minute ago. Yeah, I was ignoring <laughs> you guys and reading. <laughs> well, well, hey, thanks for, man, thanks for like delving deep into the data. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Um, do you have anything else you want to, like last minute, you want to kind of uh, share with us? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I think that's a good place to end this one, right? I mean. Uh, here, here, wait, 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 wait. Oh. The, uh, the lowest the lowest game on here number 22939 that's what we'll end with <laughs> is a one night revolution what? okay wow i don't know a I, decent game yeah it's just no no one played it somebody misspell it maybe no it it, it gets the the <laughs> names from it. from bgg that's why wow. candyland so is above it, it. Oh what? <laughs> They're using the uh, the altered rules. <laughs> legacy version. <laughs> Candyman Legacy coming in 2021. All right. Um, wow. Mm. All right. What? I mean, how where, how can we top that as an ending? I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Next time. Later.
Thanks for listening to the Bub Meeple Podcast. If you enjoyed our content, like and subscribe. Share with your friends. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at bubmeeple.com. Our website, www.bubmeeple.com. Home to the board game ranking engine. And always remember, support your local breweries.